Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Trevor Woods here from SB Nation's Maize and Brew. Ahead of the biggest matchup of the year for both teams, Penn State, they're headed to Ann Arbor to take on Michigan in what I find to be the most interesting game of the week. Have a special guest with us here today, a guy who knows a lot about this rivalry, played in it, former Penn State University number 14 quarterback. Now he is on the Field of 12 College Football Podcasting Network. Christian Hackenberg, how are we doing today, man? Oh, I'm very excited. And the first question I wanted to ask you about is just your overall experiences of Penn State, Michigan, and do you find this to be a rivalry? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously the first the first one I got to play in was was uh, pretty special and pretty fun. Four overtimes, uh, mentally draining. I uh, still think uh, I don't know. It might might still be the longest game in Big Ten history, or was at one point in time. But, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time playing them. Uh, they bring a similar type of mentality uh, to places like Penn State. You know, blue-collar, hardworking, high-motor, you know, a lot, just play the game the right way, play it hard. Um, and it's always fun. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not big on rivalries, but, you know, at least just me sitting in the Penn State locker room, I always circled Michigan. I always, you know, I, I was excited about playing teams like Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State. So, um, you know, they – Historically speaking, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, even Michigan State a little bit. You know, they're they're pretty uh, standalone in college football for for they've been for a really long time. They have them all in the same conference. You know, I, whether you call it a rivalry or not, some obviously have longer ties than others. But um, definitely a game that I circled. 
Yeah, I agree. And you even look at the banter on Twitter this week between Penn State and Michigan fans heated up this week. And yeah, and the, only, <laughs> and the only times I really see it heat up like this is for Michigan. It's Ohio State, then Michigan State, and then definitely Penn State at number three. They're going into the big house, Penn State. Is, is the atmosphere there that overwhelming at times or for you you're a guy who you're in front of a great huge Penn State crowd that's loud even when you were on offense on a weekly basis uh, what's the atmosphere like at the big house for a guy like Sean Clifford yeah I think Sean you know he's he's obviously been up there seems like you know 20 years <laughs> it does it does but he's he's played big games he's played in tough environments um you know Michigan definitely from from a from an appearance standpoint, you know, you walk in there, half the stadium's like underground, and you get on the field, and it's it's just rows, and they keep going up and up and up. So it's it, just the just the sheer size of it's pretty cool. Um, to be completely honest, not the loudest place I've ever played in. Even when it gets up and gets rowdy, it's not the loudest. I think it's partially due to the fact that it's just kind of bowls out, but um, very intimidating. Um, just walking into it. So you know, I think as it pertains to Cliff. Um, the guy's been there before, kind of done that. Um, yeah, I think he'll be able to operate. But I think Michigan's, even from when we were playing up there, you know, they got they got a little bit more to, to go off of. You know, won the Big Ten last year, obviously, college football playoff first. You know, looking looking to make another run at it here. So, um, you know, I don't know. Could be could be uh, could be something that that Penn State's not used to um, in terms of stepping into the big house with with what's on the line. Yeah. Now this year. Penn State off to a better start than they were a season ago, of course. Haven't lost a game yet. But last year when Michigan headed to Penn State, it was a close one. Just just got out of there by the seat of their pants. Took a couple big plays to be the difference in that one. Michigan won 21-17. What do you feel Penn State's improved upon this year compared to last year? Defensively, you know, I know they lost some key pieces, but um... – to me, I think the secondary is really going to be a, a big factor in this game from the Penn State side. Uh, I think that that's one of the best units in not only the co- conference, but probably the country. Jair Brown, Joey Porter Jr., Keaton Ellis, Johnny Dixon. Um, I think they're going to present some challenges that I don't think uh, Michigan's seen yet this year. And specifically for J.J., I hope they figure out a way to open him up because he's obviously very talented. I felt last week they kind of started off with some training wheels on him. I've said that in the past, but uh, he obviously opened it up in the second half and sort of the play calling. But I think there's still more to be uh, seen with him in that offense. Um, and again, obviously a really special talent going to pre- present some issues. But, you know, I think then moving moving over to the offensive side of the ball for Penn State, um, Clifford, second year with a coordinator. Um, he's healthy. I think that, um, you know, I think this is the real test. You know, I, I've given Penn State credit for being able to establish the run this year and, and and do it, but they really haven't played a front seven like Michigan's yet. So if they can run the football this week, uh, it's definitely going to answer, put a, put, a, put a stamp on some of the question marks I had uh, for, that, for them offensively. Um, I think it's going to really help them, you know, stay in this game and control it. So, um, we'll see. But I, I really do think this can be a straight-up slugfest. So, be fun to watch. Last year, Clifford ate against the Wolverines. He uh, It was a workman's-like performance from him. He was really banged up. He did go. Uh, tw- he went 23 of 43 in the game. Michigan 
as you know, had David Ajabo and Aiden Hutchinson as edge rushers last year. At the end of the game, Jim Harbaugh, I've really never heard him give an opposing quarterback such compliments, and that trend's continued this week. And he actually kind of made the same joke as you, Christian, that it feels like he's been there for forever, and it really does. But my question to you is, Michigan, they're coming off a performance last week against IU where they also had seven sacks. Do you see a way that Penn State's offensive line can contain the pass rush of the Wolverines? Well, yeah, I mean, I think by, by running the football, um, you know, slowing it down, mixing it up, you know, I think that Penn State struggled with last year. Um, and when you're dropping back 43 times with a banged-up quarterback, uh, you know, they <laughs> they know they know where the launch point's at. They can pin their ears back and go. Um, you know, if you can run the football, you got to start – thinking about boots and, and you know backdoor and playing sound and holding the line so there's a lot you can put um and kind of work off of if you can establish the run game so i think that that's obviously been something that they worked on heading into this season um they've been able to establish it but again like i said they haven't played a front seven like michigan so if they can run the football um you know i'm not saying that, that michigan's defensive front's going to be a, a non-factor you know they, they probably will be get them in some obvious passing situations and whatnot but um, I think Penn State's got an answer for that this year that they didn't necessarily have last year, or at least it seems, heading into the game. And another answer they might potentially have, which hasn't happened for the Wolverines yet in totality of a four-quarter game, Michigan's running game with Blake Corm and Donovan Edwards at some point in the game has been able to deliver some home run strikes on the ground. Penn State has the fifth-ranked rushing defense do you think this could become a game that gets put on J.J. McCarthy's shoulders? And I'm looking at Penn State's stats on their secondary and passing defense. They have team passing efficiency is at 7th, but they've had passing yards allowed. They're ranked 102nd. So are they kind of playing bend, don't break in the pass? And do you think this could end up being a game where it comes down to McCarthy versus the Penn State pass defense. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely, you know, like I said, I think JP's going to have to, they're going to have to get him more involved, use his legs a little bit more in the run game, I think, to, to make Penn State prepare for another element rather than just Quorum and, and the rest of the stable they have back there. Um, and then, yeah, I think, you know, he's going to have to make probably a handful more plays um, that he hasn't been asked to make. Uh, yet up into his career this week um, to, to put them in a, in a good position to be to, to win the football game, I think. So, um, yes, I, I do think to answer your question, J.J. is going to have to become um, – he's going to have to grow up quick and they're going to have to put him in situations where, you know, he they may not have been fully comfortable doing that in the past. And, um, you know, I, I look for him to answer the bell. And like I said, I think um, if he does, this game will be a – will be an old-fashioned Big Ten slugfest, as I've said before. So, And can you identify one specific weakness for the Wolverines and for the Penn State that you feel the other team will try to exploit? You know, that's that's tough. I mean, I've, I've, I've watched a good, a good amount of both of them. You know, I think... I think right now they're pretty much going to go into this game strength on strength. I think they know what they need to do. Like I said, I think Penn State needs to be able to establish the run and let Cliff work off of that. I think for the Michigan side of things, they're going to have to establish the run against a really stout defense. Um, And then, you know, probably ask more of their quarterback than they've had all year. 
Uh, and again, I think both teams have plenty of plenty of horses from receivers to tight end room to the running backs to be able to make 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 plays here. Um, you know, I think it's ultimately going to come down to you know who makes the least amount of mistakes. Um, because really, when you look at it, I think both these teams they, they match up really well. Um, you know, you, you could you could pinch and, and kind of grind into the numbers and stuff like that. But I, I'm not a big numbers guy. I just like watching the tape. But I think both these teams are playing really well right now, and it's I think it's going to come down to whoever can can ride the adversity wave and and, and kind of mellow get mellowed through the storm and then not make the most mistakes. All right. Well, Christian, thank you very much. And you want to tell folks where they can find you on Twitter and how to listen to your podcast. Yeah, um, you can you can follow you can follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Field Twelve, um, and then I am C Hackenberg One. I'll be retweeting a bunch of that stuff. Uh, pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Have one JP and Hack Show. Joshua Perry, former linebacker at Ohio State, does stuff on the Big Ten. He and I do our own podcast. Uh, but yeah, man, pretty much anywhere, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. And then uh, we also have our YouTube channel and um, live four nights a week, and then Saturday nights as well. So, yeah, yeah, and and, the, and your live stuff's also on Twitter, on the Twitter sp- live or whatever, right. where I where I see you pop up on my screen with Joshua Perry, yeah. and and it's always good to hear your takes, not only on the Big Ten but all of college football. So I encourage all of our Michigan listeners to give you a listen and uh thank you for coming on man yeah trevor i appreciate it man and uh you know looking forward to uh looking forward to watching this one. Oh, I, I can't wait and i think there's gonna be millions and millions of people just like us on saturday afternoon so this has been trevor woods with sb nation's maize and brew you can follow me on twitter at woods football and i'll talk to you saturday after the game for the post game reaction podcast take care everyone